ladies and gentlemen. Don't wanna fuck with. Your mouth all glued up with Connie juice. I asked you a question. Oh my god, this girl's really turning me on. Suck me sideways. Are you gonna pull those pistols and whistle Dixie? Hollywood's motorcycle madhouse on iHeartRadio. Do you have to squirt to get cunny juice on somebody? Yes. That's how it works? Well, I mean, you can get it on anybody at any time, but, you know, if you really want to get them on there, let me tell you. Cunny juice. Waterfall. (laughs) (laughs) But I have absolutely no clue what that's like. You don't? No. Lying ass, you like a waterfall, man. (laughs) You like a hurricane. (laughs) Just spit that water all over the place. I don't know what you're talking about. You watched that Mind of a Killer. Yeah. How um, was it? For like the fourth time. For I'll, the fourth time. Yeah, I watched We're going to be it. talking about the mind of a mafia hitman today. The Iceman. Well, he was one of many. Well, he was, he's the only one I pay attention to. <laughs> what, what intrigues you about him? I, I, I don't know. His voice is intriguing, I'll tell you what. He, it really is, because he's so monotone, and he, like... And he's dead, by the way. Yeah, I know. He deader than dead. Yeah, 2006. They say he could, he had almost over 250 victims. Yep. Yep. That's a lot of fucking people, and man. And it started out with animals. Most serial killers do. Yeah, it started out with cats and dogs. He loved torturing them. He thought it was fun. But there's a difference between... Serial killers and hitman. Yes. We talked about serial killers. They do it for sexual gratification, uh, getting back at people. Where a mafia hitman, they do it for money. Mm-hmm. And they desensitize themselves to the killing. Mm-hmm. It's just a target to them. You know, the only the only people in his life that he ever really gave a crap about was his own children. Could you imagine having uh, a father that was a hitman? You know, and I was looking for that because years ago they actually interviewed one of his daughters. And I could not find it for the life of me. Because, you know, she grew up at, you know, what would you my ask dad. Her? What would you ask her? Well, well, he went pretty. He goes pretty detail in his home life, so it's like I, I would just be like, you know, what kind of, you know, how were you treated? Because you know, this child had to go to school, right? You know, and when he got arrested, I'd like, you know, what was it like? And the the wife and the family had no idea. No, that's what he. But was you know, doing. you know what amazed me is he told I was this one part that he was talking about in one of the episodes. I was I was like, what the hell? You crazy. Him, because he... Used... Well, the first thing you did before you finished that was look at me last night and said, do you see his eyes? I know. I'm like, look at his eyes. You, like, your hair stood up. I know. I had goosebumps during most of it, but this one part shocked the crap out of me. And, because he, he could not... He, he would get pissed off that, I mean, his wife, he even said he beat the shit out of her like all the time he'd get pissed off and he would just wail on her he never touched his kids 
but he would she's had it all done. So one time he was in they were in the kitchen. He handed her a knife and said, Do your worst. <laughs> Seriously. And she goes she, she dropped it and walked out the room. I'm like, bitch, why did you not kill him? <laughs> he she could go, have saved a lot of other people. And you know, he said he goes, Man. My plan would have sucked if she would have done it. <laughs> I'm just like. <laughs> he just, see, when they he wanted him to in... see whether or not she would actually do it and she wouldn't do it. And That's I'm how like, psycho he was. Would you think he would have just stood there at that point? He just literally stood there and waited to see if she'd do it and she didn't do it. I was like, bitch, the fuck? Right. Bam, bam, do it. So he started off killing animals as a kid. Yeah. His Moved t- on his, up. His first murder was actually when he was a teen. When he was a teen. Yeah, he said his biggest pet peeve is is loud and obnoxious, annoying people. <laughs> Don't piss him off. So he actually killed a group of people because they were annoying. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the So fuck, he made psycho? the perfect, uh, perfect target to be a mafia hitman at that point oh yeah he completed that this the guy that was actually interviewing him um at the prison was a psychologist mm. and he was just like okay this guy's crazy <laughs> i don't think he i don't think he was crazy no he he actually no the psychologist actually read him pretty well mm-hmm and gave him thoughts of what he like diagnosed him pretty much. And during that whole interview, mm-hmm. he was stone cold, man. Yeah, he just sat there. And he laughed a lot. And he asked the the guy kept asking him, he goes, "And how did you feel after you did that?" I didn't care. I went home and put toys together for my kids. I was like, "What the f- what the hell? This dude's crazy. Because they're unemotional. They're he, he had absolutely no emotion whatsoever. It did not face They're him. pragmatic in their killings, basically. He, he didn't even care. They desensitize themselves mm-hmm. to what's going on because, again, it's just a target to them. It's all about money. It isn't about gratification coming out of it. It's just, well, they're another number. Mm-hmm. But you got to say, a lot of them do have some kind of morality where they won't touch women and children, the hitmen. Well, he will only he would only kill men. That was it. That's it. Only men. And that's indicative of a lot of these kind of contractors is they will not touch women or children. You'll actually get yourself killed trying to fucking put a hit on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he wouldn't. He would never. He would never touch. Where do you think the mind like that comes? Where well, with him, they can justify <laughs> killing men, but they can't just. They won't do it with women and children. I do know one thing that the psychologist got out of him was the fact that uh, what got him started in all this mm-hmm. was watching his father brutally beat his brother. You think that's where and his anger started and, coming from? And he, yeah. He even said it did. He even said it did. And um, he killed his brother. The dad killed his own son. Mm-hmm. Right in front of everybody in the house. Right. And um, 
made the made his made uh the ice man's you know oh my god the his dad made his wife call the ambulance and say that he fell down the stairs <laughs> yeah the old uh adage mhm and that's where he just started right there is when it basically kicked in that wow do you think it's a personality that was hiding within him until an event started it like that? What, what, huh? What'd you say? The aggressiveness, uh, the want. He said, he said his thing with aggressive, I mean, he, he, the littlest thing would always piss him off. Mm. So it was like the hardest thing for him was controlling his temper because the more pissed off he got, the more he wanted to kill. So he was having a very difficult time not killing. Because he, it didn't matter. You could breathe wrong and you'd piss him off. He actually got it to it where he got involved in the whole process of... Because usually Hitman, they'll just kill your ass and leave you where you're at. Yeah. But he, he got oh, into it. Oh, his thing... Okay, oh. Whew. His thing to dispose of bodies was putting them in drums. Mm-hmm. Like the big oil barrel things. Right. That was his thing. And... His favorite way of killing. Can you guess? Ice pick. No. What? Cyanide. Oh, he would do it on the down low. Cyanide was his favorite way. He would, multiple different ways. He would inject them, would be one way. Number two, he would put it on their food. And basically that most of the time when you put them, they'd die from like a heart attack. He would um, spray it on them, on their skin. I mean, he said that was his favorite way. But he always carried two Derringers, a two Derringers, one on each side, another weapon in his uh, on his ankle, and a knife. Everywhere he went. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he's intense. And you can watch that on YouTube, right? Yeah, I got it. I watch it. It's all on YouTube. What yeah. made you want to watch it four freaking times? Well, I mean, I watched it years uh, every year. It's like, oh, look, it's on Hulu. I'm going to watch it. Oh, look, it's on this one. I'm going to watch it. So it's, I don't know. I just... mm. And then last night I just watched it because, you know. I was, only, I was only able to make it through like 10, 15 minutes of it. Then I was like, yeah, time to move on. Yeah. See, I'm into that morbid shit. America, though, you can find that they're infatuated by this kind of stuff. Hmm. If you look at Murder, Inc., <laughs> Bugsy Siegel, people actually turn them into heroes. How can you turn a hitman into a hero? Yeah, uh, that I have no answer for. But you know what I mean. Yeah, I don't. I don't see him being a hero personally. Or you look at uh, well, you want to put it in biker terms, uh, how they portrayed, you know, even fix fictional characters. Mm -hmm. They made them into heroes of a series. And you know who busted them, right? Who? Undercover cop. Well, yeah. He hung around with them. Isn't that because uh, his partner that he was working with? And most hitmen don't have partners. 
Mm-mm. What was it, the Ice Cream Man or some shit like that, where they'd freeze the bodies to throw off when they were killed and shit like that? Didn't the, he narc them? The Ice Man did that. The Ice Man did that? Yeah. But he worked with uh, the Ice Cream Man. Never heard of that. He never brought up anybody else. <laughs> never heard of him. Mm-mm. No, he did. He there were a couple bodies that he actually put in a in a freezer. Mm-hmm. And one of them, he specifically, he put in the freezer, and then two years later, he removed him from the freezer, and then they finally found him. Mm-hmm. And they're like, "There's no way he just died because <laughs> of the way he was positioned and everything." Mm-hmm. Then they come to realize that he's been gone for two years. It was weird. <laughs> Is weird. I'm like, uh, and then the other thing he liked to do is he liked to remove people's teeth and cut off their fingertips. What the fuck for? So they can't identify the body. Oh my goodness gracious! So he was really dude. Into he it. was he did that to somebody at the age of thirteen. See, I don't understand if he was. So he could have been classified as. Not only a hitman, but a serial killer at that point. He was, basically. You know, all hitmen are, but I'm talking about he did it for money and gratification. Yeah. He said, I was just doing what I... He goes, I was just doing what I was good at doing. And that was killing. Mm-hmm. I can't... You, how, it's hard to put him in as a hitman, then. No, he's technically a serial killer, and they basically, that's how he was identified as a serial killer Mm -hmm. the whole time. Um, Because he wouldn't make uh, the argument of depersonalization of the victim, a target, any of that stuff. And did you know that he was called the devil himself by mobsters who feared him? mobsters actually feared him well hell yeah there's some uh well come on a lot of people say mobsters have no conscience and all that shit mm-hmm. but they even fear a boogeyman well, and he, like this cocksucker and he, he had he had no problem sitting there and discussing step by step how he would kill somebody and what was that oh there was too many Dude, he went, he went through at least 10 of them. But he he not only did he have the two derringers, the third gun on the ankle, which I can't remember which what kind it was, the mm-hmm. knife, then he also had um other things that he used to always that he used. He's he's used um <laughs> he he's used chainsaws, but it's not really his, you know, Mm-hmm. thing of choice that would normally be for if he dismembered somebody he's used a crossbow mm-hmm. he has used an ice pick he's he also, used a crossbow he used a crossbow and he even used a remote control toy car with a bomb attached to it <laughs> <laughs> what he did he was creative extremely he did Mm-hmm. But what finally got him caught, you said, was an undercover? Yeah, the, this douche 
Let me get his. Why would you call him a douche? <laughs> he got the fucker off the street. See, it's like name. you're even pulling for this guy, dude. It was just I don't. I'm not pulling for him. I'm just saying. I mean, then why call the guy a douche? Because because it's like. This guy actually had to sit there and have conversations, like in-depth ass conversations with this guy. Uh huh. And he said the cop. He's like, he's like, yeah, I'm having all these conversations, and he's laughing because the ice man's actually explaining to him how he's killed specific people. And as a cop, he's like, I don't know what the hell. He's he, he like the ice man will laugh, so the cop would laugh. Uh huh. And he's like, and in my head, I'm like, this nasty motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but he was playing a game. Yeah, he was playing the game because, you know, God forbid he got found out who he really was. I mean, can you imagine? Mm hmm. Fuck, I can't find his name. <laughs> Here's some of the traits that they say a mafia hitman has they're smooth talking, but insincere. And I don't think. He fell under insincere. Do you? This dude was straight up. He he didn't care. He, he straight he, up. He 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 had no qualms standing up in the courtroom and ex and telling everybody that he's killed over two hundred people. I wonder if they ever confirmed that. And doesn't say in any of the ones that anything I want. I wouldn't doubt it with the kind of personality he had. Well, it'd be kind of hard because a lot of bodies were actually never found, so... Because of the way he disposed of them, a lot of bodies were never found. Mm. So it'd be kind of hard to confirm that that's exactly how many he had killed. But he had no qualms in telling... He knew... I think he knew pretty much everybody's name that he killed. Like, he talked about going into this gay bar, and he goes, and I had no idea how I was going to get away with this, because he was like 6'4", six, 6'5", six, he was a big-ass <laughs> He was a big-ass motherfucker. And, and like 300 pounds, and he goes, I don't know how this was going to work out, and he went and dressed kind of, as he put it, fruity. <laughs> <laughs> That's a freaking term i haven't heard in a long time <laughs> well this is in the 80s so he said that he dressed kind of fruity and went into this bar and would like do all these kind of moves and he goes and i sucked at dancing but he would do all these kind of moves to get up to this one guy because there was a hit on this guy and he happened to be in this gay club Mm. He goes, I could never pull off being a gay man. It just, it just could, it, no. He goes, and haters are going to hate. And I'm like, man, that goes all the way back to the 80s. Right. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, now the gay people are going to be mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> so he would joke. Oh, my God. He would joke telling half the stories. And he's like, then he went over and he got close to the target. And at this one, he killed with uh, a needle. Like a liquid uh how, what injection was, in there? was it cyanide it was cyanide but he at first he wouldn't say what it was he goes let's just say it was a heart attack in a needle ouch that's how he put it exact words heart attack heart attack by injection you imagine this big six foot something ugly motherfucker in there trying to be trying to act gay he goes, he, he's he's all straight up the gay people are gonna hate me right now but i don't care and he would just stare off and be like, I'm like. 
So he, could he, that? He didn't even care, and and it's, I'm just like, dude. <laughs> and well, then, then he comes, and then here's me going, play part two. <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck? He came off as egocentric and uh, grandiose at that point. Oh yeah, you know, and a lot of people. He's never admitted or denied, to be honest with you, but they all think he like a lot of people are trying to say that he is the one that uh, took care of Jimmy Hoffa. No, that was the Irishman. But I'm just saying that was blamed on him. Right. That was the Irishman. I'm saying it was blamed on him. Shush. Uh. And, And the best part, though, is he never denied it and never claimed it. When of course. Was, when it was blamed on him, he would just move on. <laughs> he didn't even <laughs> care. He's like, they could put all these murders on him. He wouldn't have cared. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was doing two life sentences. So he, like, t- 20 life. I don't even fucking know. He had so many life sentences. He didn't even care. So they could put any murder on him, and he wouldn't. If he did, and that's when you know he didn't do it, in my eyes, because he didn't argue about it. He didn't argue it. He didn't deny it. Nothing. That was your cue at that to point. To me, that was that my cue. He didn't do it. Because the... Why? Because the rest of the time, they'd bring up somebody and he'd be like, oh, yeah, when I did that one. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, with him. And he strangled people, too. That was another kick on his. And you know what he says when he strangled people? He would strangle the life out of a person, and even after they died, he would continue strangling them for a while to just make sure they're dead. What a fucking psycho. Yeah. I'm like, hell, man. A lot of hitmen use strangulation, but they don't sit there and hold the motherfucker. Oh, yeah. He said even when they, he, he's, and even when he'd kill him with a knife, he'd stab him an extra couple times just to make sure. And he's like, he's like, yeah. And the one, this one person, I can't remember the guy's name because there were so many names thrown out there. Watching, it was like four episodes, you know, four long. Episodes. And you watched every one of them. Yeah, I fell asleep during the last one, so you got to rewatch it at that point. So I fell asleep during the last one. But he, are you sure you're not a serial killer? I don't know. You kind of watch all this stuff. I better worry. Could happen. You don't know. I'm still young. <laughs> but where was I? What a bitch! <laughs> you know, but he did. He did say one of the at the end of one of them. He he looked at the guy and goes, "Well, I did what I had to do, and as far as I'm concerned, I guess since I'm done doing my job, I guess it's my turn to die." And he had no qualms about that. He wasn't scared. He didn't even care. He goes, I guess it's my turn to die. And then just looked. It was just staring at the psychologist. And then the psychologist turned it around on him and goes, why don't you ask me a question? And he goes, huh. I I might actually have one for you. And he just looked him straight and he goes, what do you think of me? That's what the Iceman asked the psychologist. Oh, yeah, he diagnosed him with all kinds of disorders. None of them, obviously, that would go in his favor because he ended up dying in prison, but... Uh-huh. He, he would ask straight... He asked him straight out. Like, anti-social disorder... Oh, my God. There He listed, like, four different disorders that this man had. 
and this guy's sitting there like, I want you to... <laughs> and then, and then, oh my God, he even told this, so, the, this psychologist, he goes, you know, because he kept bringing up his kids, the Iceman's kids. Mm-hmm. And he goes, you know what? He goes, I'd kill everybody in this room right now if they tried to hurt my kids. <laughs> and I'm like, the fuck? You're sitting, this guy's like legit sitting right across from you. I'm sure he was chained to the chair because you rarely seen his hands. Uh-huh. But it's like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I would like be like, okay, this interview is over. Because <laughs> he just said he's going to. And he goes, not like I'm going to do it or anything. Because you yourself as an assassin. Assassin. Sounds so exotic. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't that make your freaking... Goosebumps go? Yeah, an assassin. It's so exotic. I was just a murderer. We were following this fellow. We pulled up at a, a red light. Came alongside of him. <clears throat> and shot the shotgun and took his head off. He never saw the green light. <laughs> never see he sits there yeah he don't care he, he's no emotion whatsoever oh but oh he had emotion because he laughed a lot you did you not hear him giggle but when he was he telling laughed. the story yeah. he had no oh no regrets no. about killing the guy no the guy actually the 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 shrink actually asked him if he has any regrets he said no none at all did it phase you killing these people Nah, the only time it bothered me is when I actually had to throw my clothes out the one time because I got blood all over them. <laughs> it's like, where the fuck did that come from? I'm like, dude, really? You killed like 200 plus people and you were worried about the one time you had to throw your clothes out? Fuck it. What? I think that's kind of stupid, man, because usually, you know, allegedly I hear, you know, when you, you know, kill somebody, you better get rid of every damn thing on you. No, he only, he, only did, he only got rid of one time is when he, I mean, out of the, like, 20 that he talks about, there was just the one time he threw out his clothes and his shoes and everything. He felt invincible then. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 100%. I'm sure he never thought he'd get caught. I mean, look how far he got. Two, over 200 people? You think he got and cocky? It, and it's funny because... In the beginning of the very first episode, he just flat out says that he killed, yeah, approximately about 100 people. Uh-huh. And then you go into, like, later like later in that episode, and he goes, well, technically over 200. <laughs> and then he... But I'm just watching the interview and watching his body motions. Oh, no yeah. wonder the hitmen called him fucking and he would boogeyman, just, the devil and, himself. And it's like... You could tell, I mean, he was intently staring at the, the guy interviewing him because his eyes, like, really I wonder if he got away. fucking go- goosebumps. Dude, I'd be probably pissing my pants sitting across from him. To pray to God. And if God could come down and change the circumstances, he'd have that time. But God never showed up. He's talking about one of his victims. Yeah, he gave one of his victims 30 minutes to pray to God. 
to see if God can change the situation for him at that point in time. And after the 30 minutes, God never appeared, never helped this guy out, so he killed him. Talking about freaking holy cow. He goes, I respected the fact that he wanted, you know, pray to God for 30 minutes. But then I killed him. And I just looked at his facial expressions like, he's like, so? He's like, and? Okay, if your God's going to come down here and help you, we'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. And he get, could you imagine the guy during that 30 minutes? Well, no cell phone, so he had nowhere to go. <laughs> What's he going to do? He, he And you he just see this guy go. just sitting there chilling. Mm-hmm. Where's your God? Yeah, basically. Basically. And I could probably tell you that when he died, he definitely was not praying to God. And I mean, the Iceman himself. Mm-hmm. Maybe taunting him. Maybe. Telling him he ain't, he knows he ain't going his direction. You can hear it in his voice, though. You can imagine him just sitting there talking to his victim. That in itself is scary as hell. Mm-hmm. It is. It's scary as hell. Oh yeah. Do you know that his fur, uh, his his, I believe he, because they talk about his ex-wife. So I'm I'm assuming that the one that he was with, they no longer were married after a while. But um, he uh, he stabbed her, her in the back. Literally. <laughs> yeah. Like literally. Yeah. He attempted, and, and then he attempted to kill her while she was sleeping, basically. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, she survived, but yeah. And he did that because uh, he said that he threatened her, saying that he'd kill her and the entire family if he, she ever left him. She never left him until he was locked down. Yo. And he never changed the circumstances. That's one thing I shouldn't have done, that one. Wow. I shouldn't have done it that way. And he's sitting there laughing about it. I shouldn't have done it that way. My God. Yeah, he said he shouldn't have done it that way. I got... Stopping bullets with a stare My 
Seattle TV app on Roku now. Get content not seen on our other platforms. No censorship, no PC, only biker fun and entertainment. It's hardcore. Again, go over to Roku TV and add the Insane Throttle TV app now. Rock on. So, okay, during the interview, the psychologist look was sitting there and you know they're looking in each other's eyes this whole time and all of a sudden the ice man goes I'm getting really agitated right now and he goes and the the doc's like at what he goes I don't know maybe it's something that you just said he goes how is that making you feel that you really shouldn't have said what you just said <laughs> Could you imagine because, being a psychologist? Because the he said that the littlest thing would piss him off, and if you said the wrong thing to him, he'd kill you. So it was just like then the the camera went to the psychologist's face, and he looked like he just shit his pants. So he had the traits. See, he was more of a serial killer than a hitman. I have. Uh, the lack of empathy, except what we just played, he shouldn't have done it that way, but he smiled. He would have still done it. Yeah. He still would have done it. He just wouldn't have let him pray to God. He would have killed him and, and not give him that 30 minutes. But he, uh, the doctor actually diagnosed him when Iceman, you know, asked him, what do you think of me? Um, well, he was undiagnosed bipolar, so... Oh, shit. You better watch out there, Hollywood. Um, bipolar really leads to this kind of shit? Sometimes. But he also, the doc, uh, diagnosed him with antisocial personality disorder. And for those of you that have no clue, that is someone who does not have a conscience, does not feel remorse... And does not feel a sense of guilt about most of the bad things they do. They are extremely compulsive and violent. Could you say... Could you say... His mental shortcomings... Could make up for what he did? No. No, not in this case. Uh Uh-uh. No way. No. What do you mean, no way? So no. you wouldn't want to see a guy like this end up in a mental institution because he claims insanity. I wouldn't want to see his ass back out on the street. <laughs> no. Fuck no. In his case, yeah, the mental thing didn't work for him. Plus, it didn't really matter. I mean, he confessed to all of it. He already knew the jig was up. He already knew because he screwed up from the get. I found the dude's name, the special agent that he talked to. Did he turn on any of the mafia? No. He didn't turn? No. No. He just took his medicine and said, okay, fuck He's, it. Well, he did it. He flat out told them who hired... He, I mean, there's lists of mafia people, like the Gambinos. Oh, and, so he did tell on them. He know, they all know who, who hired him. He did hits for this one, this one, this one, this one. He didn't specifically say who... He just said this family, this family, this family, and look how many people were in those families. They can't pinpoint it on one person. And you said even the mobsters were scared of him. Fuck yeah. They called him the devil himself. So yeah, they were afraid. 
So a special agent, his name is Dominic. I can't pronounce his last name. Polifrone, I don't know. He's freaking whatever. He, um, yeah. What they ended up doing, and this is how he got arrested, which I was kind of surprised. Because that's like the one thing he really doesn't discuss on how he got arrested. So you really got to look for it. So, poor guy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> how he <laughs> I'm like poor guy the bureau you're sitting agent over here laughing when you're talking about the <laughs> ice man I'm worried here <laughs> the bureau agent acted like he wanted to hire the ice man for a hit and recorded him speaking in detail about exactly how he was going to do it when the state police and federal agents arrested him they had to block all the streets off and it took multiple officers to bring him down because he was so big. I'm surprised he didn't fight back because the jig was up. Was <laughs> this right outside his house? Yeah. In the process of doing so, Mrs. K uh, Kuklinski was also arrested and charged with gun possession because the car was in fact registered in her name. I don't get that. How are they going to charge her? Uh -huh. And when she was arrested, a police officer put his boot on her back while detaining her. This enraged the Iceman. And that's one of the reasons why they needed multiple uh, officers to bring him down. I wonder if them officers were scared shitless. <laughs> they probably were pissing themselves. And they actually found a cyanide bottle in his car, didn't they? They found a lot of shit. You said he used the remote control car with uh, explosives. Yeah. <laughs> he was creative. <laughs> Who would have thunk? <laughs> you know, what I wonder is, when he died and was getting judged by the old man upstairs, what he would have said. Well, three years, did you know this though? Three years before he died... In 2006. 2003, he pled guilty to the 1980 murder of an NYPD detective, Peter Calibro. So he killed a cop, And too. drew another 30 years to his sentence. Mm -hmm. Like, it's funny, when they hand out these sentences, uh, you got 250 years. And there was somebody else charged in that. Who was charged? In that murder of that detective... Sammy the Bull Gravano was also charged. Him and Sammy uh, did work together. Uh, yeah. He said that Iceman said he parked his van on the side of a narrow road, forcing other drivers to slow down to go to pass him. He lay uh, in a snowbank until the cop came by at 2 a.m., then stepped out and shot him with a shotgun. But... They tried to blame that one on Sammy. No, he got he got well. He got he got uh, arrested for it. He was char also charged with it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh my goodness! And then there, if you go on YouTube, there is actually where uh, Michael Frazee, he has a channel. He's a mobsters and shit like that. Talks to him. About this. Let's see if I can get it up here. Them to Kuwait. 
Mercedes, all kinds of cars. And he was selling them for five, eight, ten thousand cheaper than it would cost you to buy it in the showroom. He says, you know what I'm thinking? If I had two nine millimeters on me, I could pull them out. I have to go to exact same spot where he says it, but uh, Roy DeMeo, who was the boss one, he even started getting scared of the Iceman, and he said, I think he's becoming a serial killer. <laughs> mm. You think, you cocksucker? Look what you unleashed. Well, the agent that was, you know, always talking with him, here, here's a, he never let his guard down. Here's a quote from him. No matter where I went with him, I wore this leather jacket with a pocket sewn inside containing a small caliber weapon. I knew that I was somewhere on his hit list. If he'd pulled out that cyanide nasal spray, I'd have to protect myself. He basically filled up a nasal spray bottle with cyanide, and he would spray that in people's faces to kill them. <laughs> that was one of his faves. That was one of his faves. My question is, if the mafia knew that he was becoming a serial killer, why didn't they kill the bastard? Because at that point, it's too much heat that's going to come down with you with this guy going around killing everybody like it's uh, nothing. So, the Iceman, this, this, was, this is, one's another one that's good, gave up a lot of evidence of himself bragging about how he received 65000 for a hit and how one mob boss paid him for a statement killing where he shoved a dead canary in the mouth of the victim. <laughs> he also had it where uh, I remember him distinctly mentioning that there was another statement killing where the guy's uh, tongue was cut off and it was he it was shoved in the victim's ass. Oh! Yeah. Oh! Yeah. That was another statement killing. With those fabulous air quotes. Statement. Okay, I've had enough of the ice, man. We got to lighten this shit up. That dude's going to give me nightmares like midgets. I don't know. I fell asleep listening to his voice. You're a psycho sick fuck. <laughs> it's time for Cards Against Humanity. Get your nastiness ready. You really are. You are a sick fuck. <laughs> You get off on all that shit. You're probably sitting there with your vibrator listening to him. No, I was not. Ew. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I wasn't that into his voice. It was just, I don't know, the way he was so fucking detailed because he, like, gave no fucks. Literally gave no fucks. He had no... He said I don't know how many times. You're a sick puppy. I have no guilt. Nothing, none of this fazed me. He goes, well, how did you feel after killing that person? I didn't care. You truly are a sick fucker. Because I like that kind of shit. It's cool. What do we got for Cards Against Humanity? <laughs> okay. Well, let's just go to top six answers are on the board. Who is the scariest movie monster of all times? And we don't mean the Iceman. <laughs> <laughs> because bad as it is. His actual movie that they made about him uh, got very bad ratings. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> Who
Who is the scariest movie monster of all times? Now, would that include, like, Jason? Yes. That's on there. I thought they really ruined that movie. Because <laughs> they went too far. They did. They went yeah. way too far. Here, this mm-hmm. motherfucker in space killing people. Yeah. How fucking stupid. I think the first three Dirt, was Dirty knobs. Cool. Yeah, you got one, Jaws. Jaws, you imagine that? Mm. That makes you not want to go fishing on the sea, that motherfucker. Mm. <laughs> I think he had some of freaking the Iceman in his little brain. <laughs> I think you would have to put the Iceman out there. <laughs> Bush, Coyote, yeah, Freddy Krueger, number three. Did you like that mo- those? Uh, Freddy was stupid. Dude, you always knew, just like Jason, with Freddy Krueger, you always knew when somebody was going to die because you'd hear his freaking claws, you know, metal claws scraping on something. You knew somebody was going to die right then and there. Just like with Jason, you knew somebody was going to die when you heard, ch you always knew. <laughs> you knew. Dirty knobs. Yeah, alien. Yeah, that's number six. I never liked that one. I thought that movie was dumb. It was gay as hell to me. <laughs> I didn't like it. <laughs> Am I right though? That wasn't the good, the no. best movie. No, it wasn't. I don't think so. What else we got? Hey, there's there's only two left. It looks like it's going back to the 80s, all yeah, this shit. Yeah. So everybody, I mean, they all said Freddy Krueger, you said Jason, then we got Jaws and Alien. But they're, the top two were not caught, not called out yet. I'm kind of surprised. There's two? There's we two, didn't get the, the top two? Nobody got the top two yet. One of them, I, don't, I wouldn't cons- consider them scary, but I don't know. There's, but there's the top two are still there. Dra- up, oh, dirty knobs just got it. Number one is Dracula. <laughs> How gay! But nobody. Okay, number two. Killer midgets. That would be in your nightmare. <laughs> is there a movie with killer midgets in it? Um, well, Killer Clowns. The movie Killer Clowns had midget clowns in it. Yeah, wanna watch it? I can't stand midgets as it is. You want to put on fucking clown face on them? Then I won't like clowns. <laughs> I'm just shocked. Number two, I don't know why. I don't even know why. What is it? King Kong. Are you shitting me? No, I swear. I thought you said the most scariest I know. That's why I'm like, I don't understand why number two made it. Because people are putting in, like, critters. Like, Bedlam put in critters and Texas Chainsaw Massacre and shit like that. That motherfuckers were psycho. But it's like, or like, you know, a lot of people would have said it, you know. It? The clown. Oh. With the red balloon. Fucking tired. Are you one of those that, you know, don't like clowns? Clowns from outer space. (laughs) Me, I don't mind clowns. Till they're John Wayne Gacy motherfuckers. Or that clown in Spawn. <laughs> Dirty knobs goes, King Dong? What? King Dong. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why he made it. I mean, there's so many other killer mo- you know, killer monsters in movies that I would have said, yeah, that would... Well, King I have Dong. to say, most of them are from the 1980s. That was the freaking prime of horror films, was the 1980s. Well, and... They're saying that, uh, like Bedlam said, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is based off a true story. Yeah, they psycho fucks, man. So, yeah, I'm kind of surprised that that one didn't make it, but uh, it should have made it instead of King Kong. Psycho motherfuckers. But, so, 
Yeah. There's that. The Candyman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't, the Candyman can. Oh, my God. Don't quit your day job, please. Why? The Candyman is creepy. It's a creepy. Well, you, you don't. You, you, Watch you. the Ed Gain documentary. Why? What's that about? Oh, my God. Don't give her any <laughs> ideas, man. <laughs> I got to live with this broad. Am I going to have to look that up when I'm off the show? She's been diagnosed with bipolar. She lives with me. <laughs> what are you, fucking stupid? <laughs> Turning knob said China. Yeah. How am I these days, you know, find me fucking with my throat slit and all that. The hills have eyes. Yeah. Oh, that was a that decent was a, one. That was a good one. Yeah, that was that a was decent a one. one. Huh. Maybe we'll talk about them next week. What, scary movie? Yeah, so you'll you'll be able to do research all weekend. <laughs> That's too easy. Captain Spaulding. Wow. Oh, he was a creepy looking motherfucker. Anyway, guys, that is the show for today. Thanks for leaving me with the bipolar sicko. Anyway, we'll talk to you Monday. And that's all for Motorcycle Madhouse this morning. Don't forget to go over to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Install Insane Throttle TV's channel over on Roku. As well as go get the Insane Throttle radio app over on Google Play. Rock on until next time.